0: all right it's a live episode of locked on pelicans and we're going to be playing would you rather in today's show would you rather live in a treehouse or a cave would you rather be in a zombie apocalypse or a robot apocalypse would you rather kevin durant or your head coach because that's the decision the nets have to make right now it's a live episode of locked on pelicans let's go Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all live Thursday night, 6 p.m. Central. We do these once a week in the offseason, counts as the Friday show. If you're maybe listening then, these are a lot. Of fun so thank you all for being here with me, joining me on the live show, and we're gonna have a little bit of fun today. Look, it's deep in August, right? It's there's just not much going on with the NBA with news or anything like that. So let's have a little bit of fun with it. And I kind of stole this from doing our Locked On NBA show the other day, and. Well, we're going to have some fun. I'm going to ask questions for y'all. I'm going to answer your questions too. So if you do have Pelicans questions, of course, put them in the chat and you all kind of direct the show. So I thank everyone from being here. If the internet's being weird and I'm choppy on the video, I'm sorry about that. As long as the audio is good, that is the number one thing, but eventually that'll get sorted out. So let's start with this. Would you rather Kevin Durant or your head coach? Because that is what the Brooklyn Nets are going through right now. And I posed this question to my co-host on Wednesday, John Corrales. You know, would you rather Kevin Durant or Steve Nash and Sean Marks? And I'll get into the Kevin Durant and the Pelican stuff here in a second because I see people asking about that in the chat here. You know, depending on the head coach, I would pick Kevin Durant a lot of the time. If it's Kevin Durant or Steve Nash as a head coach... I'm picking Kevin Durant because what has Steve Nash proven in the NBA at at the head coaching level, right? Like, let's not not say that he hasn't done a lot for the NBA or been a great player or anything. Obviously, he's a Hall of Famer. But as a head coach, I'm taking the player in that kind of situation, right? Right plastic bowl. Good name says depends on the head coach, but if it's Nash, no. And most of y'all seem to be saying that you would pick Kevin Durant over the head coach. A.A. Aaron goes on, says head coach here. So I'm with you. I think it's Kevin Durant over Sean Marks and um, Steve Nash. So I don't think Nash has really done much here, but let me ask you this. Let's switch it, right? Here's the first of the many would-you-rathers we're going to do here, and maybe one of the few that are actually NBA-related. We can just kind of have fun here, right? Um, Being deep in August where there's not a whole lot going on. Would you rather Kevin Durant or Willie Green, but let's say you give up no one of value in the trade for Kevin Durant, you keep Zion, you keep Brandon Ingram, you keep CJ, you keep Trey Murphy, you keep Herb Jones. Say it's just a straight-up trade and this doesn't quite work under cap rules here. Would you pick Kevin Durant and basically have to get rid of Devontae Graham and Willie Green? Let me know in the chat. Kevin Durant, Would you rather Kevin Durant or Willie Green if you keep every other important player on the Pelicans here? Let me know what you think. You know, given that we're saying we'd get rid of Steve Nash in a second for Kevin Durant, or I would, this becomes harder. And my co host on Wednesday's Locked On NBA, John Corrales, made a very good point, right? The Nets are not choosing Kevin Durant or Steve Nash, it's Kevin Durant or a culture, right? That's kind of what I think it really might be here. You know, the Nets are kind of drawing a line in the stands saying, if you're a superstar player and you want to be here, we're not going to bend to your kind of every will. We're not going to just do whatever you want and kind of play to your whims, right? Kevin Durant is under contract for the foreseeable future there, and he wants out. And they're going to say, no, I'm not going to play that game. Because what message does that send to the next superstar who goes there and then decides they want out, right? You... They know they're going to have the leverage, the play to be able to do that and kind of potentially mess up your organization. So I get why they're just not like, yeah, let's fire Nash and Marks right now and keep Kevin Durant and are maybe like, no, we'll try and trade him. We'll get rid of this you know, top three player when he's healthy. But when you look at the culture that Willie Green's done here in New Orleans – you know, as much as I think you're probably be going to be a championship contender with whatever head coach you have, right? With if your starting lineup is CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, Kevin Durant, and Zion Williamson or that's like you're closing five in some capacity, well, I think does the head coach matter? But that culture and then, if you know, you get another player in the future, and they know they can't kind of like break ownership. I think is kind of an important thing. A lot of you are saying Willie Green, and I definitely get that. Right, Champ TV says peace out, Willie. Um, Carter DiMaggio says let's not kid ourselves, KD. shall um, mission Invasion, good name too, says culture over temporary success. You know, in a small market. I think you could go either way on this one, right? You get a title in a small market where it's unbelievably hard to be able to do that. Well, you know, that title probably means more than one the Miami Heat won or potentially one that the Los Angeles Lakers could win. But at the same time, you know, having lasting success, even if you don't end up winning a title and it's along the lines of the Memphis grit and grind Grizzlies, that's a really important thing to be able to have as well. Rodney Blue says you can't even guarantee New Orleans success with Kevin Durant. I mean, you can't guarantee success anywhere or anytime, right? Even with Willie Green. You can't guarantee success ever. What this is about is minimizing your risk and putting you as close to a championship as possible. And I think with Kevin Durant on this team, if you're giving no one up a value, right? It's just a hypothetical This isn't going to happen, and I don't think Kevin Durant, there's a chance of him coming to New Orleans, really, because they're not going to include Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson, and I wouldn't include either of those two guys in a trade for Kevin Durant, to be perfectly honest. But in this hypothetical, I don't know. I might boot Willie Green out of there pretty fast, and I love Willie Green. You've seen with teams like the Boston Celtics, New Orleans, and some others as well how important that leader is, that head coach can be for your team if they get the culture right. And Willie Green has definitely done that here. Cam Horton says, "I'm not sold on Willie Green. He had guys like Jose and Trey, uh, Trey Murphy on the bench for guys like Garrett Temple and Clark mid-season. I mean, guys improve, right? Like he was a rookie head coach. He makes mistakes. He figured some of it out and had this team clicking well by the end of the season. So I think that can all be really important, right? He wasn't perfect. No one was perfect last season. Guys got better, and that's what you want to see: improvement. So." That's what uh, Pelicans and all Miss Benson don't listen to this nonsense. Keep Willie Green. Look, it's a hypothetical situation. Willie Green's not going anywhere. And I can tell you that Gail Benson absolutely loves him, loves, loves Willie Green. I don't know, it's an interesting hypothetical to think of because this is something that the Nets are going for right now or have to deal with. So let me ask you another, and this is, again, we're going to answer your questions here, so start putting them in the chat as we get to the next two segments. Or frankly, we can just play Would You Rather here. Look, it's August 11th when this is being recorded. There's not a whole lot going on. It's okay. It's a bit of a dead time. So let's get your questions in here or I'll just ask you more. Would you rather because I had fun doing this unlocked on NBA the other day. So here's one as we go into the break really quickly, the reset here. Would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed? So you're always underdressed for whatever it is, or you're always overdressed for whatever it is. Let me know in the comments here on YouTube. We'll li- we'll look at those. I'll ask more would-you-rathers here. If you've got a would-you-rather, throw it in the chat as well, and I'll take your Pelicans questions. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. So you can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. So find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. Plus, they have all the kind of bets you want, right? You want to get in on the Kevin Durant sweepstakes, where he's going to end up next? If he's going to end up anywhere at all, you can bet it over at betonline.net. If you want to keep him away from the Pelicans, go bet on one of the favorites, something along those lines. So you can do it over at betonline.net. Bet online has all the odds, props, and lines you could ever want. Get there today on the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Betonline.net, BetOnline, where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here normally Monday through Friday for y'all. Right now, it's deep in the off-season, so we're Monday, Wednesday with a live show Thursday night, and we're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and right here on YouTube where a whole bunch of y'all are here having some fun as we're playing Would You Rather in today's show. Okay, let me see. I asked, would you rather be constantly, over, chronically overdressed or underdressed Uh, Ray says overdressed. Aaron goes under, says underdressed. I wear shorts to practically everything. It's hot enough um, right now that that definitely makes sense. Carter DiMaggio says overdressed. Wouldn't want to underdress to church or important meetings. Um, Jermont83 says overdressed. Ernie Helmer overdressed for sure. Imagine pulling up to a wedding in khakis. Um, Okay. I would, I would definitely pick overdressed. Overdressed every single day of the week you can wear like a suit to a pelicans game right no one's really going to second guess it or anything like that but you don't want to wear like a pelicans jersey to a wedding or something along those lines right like that's not a fun situation to to be in so i would pick chronically overdressed though in new orleans it can be kind of brutal in the summer if you're wearing like a suit or or just too dressed up and it's like shorts and flip-flops can be pretty nice another would you rather for y'all before i get to some of your questions here Would you rather wear a clown wig or clown shoes every day? I think shoes is like the obvious answer, right? I guess if you're playing basketball, though, or something like that, anything athletic, if you're wearing clown shoes, that could be a big problem. I'm not really sure now which one I would take, but a clown wig, I'm not doing Lockdown Pelicans in a clown wig, unless something goes really, really wrong, I guess, and I lose a bet or something of those lines, Carter Maggio says, "Out of Herb, I guess it's Would You Rather? Out of Herb, Trey, Dyson, Kyra, Jose, who would you rather give away? I mean, it's Kyra, right? Like he he hasn't put it all together early on in his career. He's injured right now. You know, compared to those other guys, I don't think it's really a question. I'm not giving away Herb. I'm not giving away Trey Murphy, Dyson Daniels. I'm very high on. We like Jose Alvarado. You know, what role does Kyra Lewis Jr. have? And I think that's you know, unfor- unfortunate for him." Um, so I feel pretty confident in that one, that he would be the one that I would let go. People are saying clown wig over shoes, huh? Wig, wig, clown wig would be drippy. <laughs> um, no, like I, I just, can you imagine having to go to like a zoom, an important zoom meeting and you're wearing a clown wig? I don't know. Uh, Benoit Robinson a a Brandon Ingram Jersey to a wedding should be acceptable. Depends on who's getting married, I guess. Uh, If you're like, can you imagine an out of town wedding in like another city and you just show up in a kind of like randomly to them in a Brandon Ingram jersey show says, would you rather get Nikhil Alexander Walker or Josh Hart back? This is not a question to me. It's Josh Hart every single time I was very much off the Nikhil Alexander Walker train. And the up and down kind of like crappy roller coaster we were on. So I uh would not go with Nikhil and I would pick Josh Hart basically every single time. And so yeah, no, that, that's not a question to me here. Um Lionel Simmons says they're not trying to trade BI, bro. The media hating on us. Look, they're not trading Brandon and We've seen he's very much untouchable, I think. You know, I don't think that that is a question that he is off the table right now. I wouldn't do it. Like, I wouldn't trade Brandon Ingram for for Brandon Ingram or for for Kevin Durant at all. I've been on. I've been pretty consistent on that from the beginning. It's a question. You have to have it. You have to discuss it internally in the front office and maybe even go to ownership with it. But I think ultimately the answer there, it's pretty easy. You definitely don't trade Brandon Brandon Ingram whatsoever. Um, here's a good one. Would you rather be surrounded by people who brag all the time or by people who complain all the time? I th- complaining can get so annoying. I'm not sure which one I'd take. Let me know what y'all think there. Um, Alexia Jinsa at small Ford. I don't know where that one came from or, <laughs> uh, but, oh, here's a good one. Big bad. Jake, would you rather do locked on or be the sideline reporter for the Pelicans games? I'll be honest. I'd rather do this. I like my, like, I have the right media role for me. I don't do this full-time. I have another full-time job. I don't need to get too kind of drawn into things. You know, when you work in sports media full-time, you can sometimes hate the sport or just not care and you kind of get dead inside and it's a very common thing. So, Being not like directly involved with it, I think kind of leads me to having kind of the right kind of role. I can still be a little bit of a fan. I can still, you know, look at things objectively and it hasn't killed me on the inside. So I would definitely do Locked On every time. And look, without bragging about this, it's tough to get paid well in sports media and a lot of those sideline reporter jobs do not pay well and Locked On is doing quite well. So I would take this every single time. Walter Turner, he's got a would you rather. Would you rather get ke- Kevin Durant and make conference finals or miss the playoffs altogether? So it depends on what you're giving up, right? You need that kind of context in there, I think. Um, that's the important one to kind of keep in mind. Are you giving up Brandon Ingram? Then you know what? Like is it only for one year? Is it consistently like those are the kind of things that you need on some of those questions? What I post and I'd be curious, I'll save this one for the next segment. We'll lead next segment off with this one coming up here. I got more random. Would you rathers too? Um, oh my God. Here's one that I, so I don't use Instagram. I don't use Instagram. I have one. I don't use it, but here's one that I can see being just painful either way. Would you rather accidentally like your ex's Instagram pic, or your current partner's ex's Instagram pic? Because if you click, if you accidentally like the ex's, like your your current, like my girlfriend's ex, if I click on that, it means I was stalking the page, right? Like that's what that kind of it. Guess you're stalking their page on either one. That one's particularly brutal. So I'm going to be curious what you all say here. Carter DiMaggio says, "Would you rather Walter Lemon Jr. as our starting point guard or Omer Asik as our starting center? With this team, with this team, I'd rather probably Omer Asik, unless we're counting contracts in this, because he's going to come out. He's going to be out of the game pretty soon, because I think they're going to hopefully try and play a good bit of small ball this year at times. So I think that I would definitely go with." the Omer Asik one because I think Walter Lemon Jr. just didn't give you a ton. Crazy athleticism we really hoped he was going to work out. Weird looking jump shot too. Um, But at least you get some rim protection in Omer Asik who could be like useful on on this team here fourth avenue entertainment says like in my ex's pick the other option would make me want to jump off a off a bridge hopefully don't do that over some of these but yeah that one's kind of painful terry, terry westbrook could i just die instead yeah those are those are pretty um pretty rough right some of those i got some other ones that are just kind of like weird um mason edwards would you rather the lakers pick next season go to number one or see herb jones win defensive player of the year I love you, Herb. Don't, you'll you'll get there one day. Give me that Lakers number one overall pick next year. Get the number one overall pick in, in the Wimbin Yama draft, right? Like it's one of the best prospects coming in. We've seen since Zion, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Yeah, that uh, number one overall pick in next year's draft, insanely valuable. I'm going to pick that. I might even pick that over like making the finals, but not winning the NBA finals. That's how big I think it is. That's, um, but that's a very good question. Let me let me rephrase it like this. Coming from what Mason Edwards said here, would you rather the Lakers pick next season go to number one, or the Pelicans make the finals but lose, so do not win the championship, but make the finals? Honestly, when is so good, I might take loot like not making the playoffs and getting the number one overall pick as opposed to making the finals. So I think that could be a real big thing for New Orleans. You jump to like immediate like title contender for like a six year window if you get the number one pick coming up in this next season. So I, I really think if it was another draft, I might not do it. This upcoming draft, yeah, I think I would end up taking the number one overall pick over almost anything other than like the Pelicans winning the NBA finals. That's how important I think this one coming up really could end up being. Dirk Pollan with an actual question, that's okay, as opposed to the would you rather here? Any word on upgrading the point guard position. No, you know the, the roster they have right now is the roster that it's probably going to be on opening night, barring some kind of very unexpected thing, right? The trade market's kind of windling down to a certain degree. We're still waiting on things like Kevin Durant and Donovan Mitchell, and those aren't don't appear to be, I should say, going to be resolved anytime soon. So this is probably the team they're going to go in with, and I don't think they're in a bad spot, right? CJ can handle the ball a little bit. Brandon Ingram can handle the ball a good bit. Point Zion was a thing. herb Jones is gonna have more increased responsibility um, for this and as Bud Lane mentioned to me on Twitter today, that you know he handled the rock a lot at Alabama and was at times kind of their point guard. So that is a, a real important thing to consider that there is just like enough ball handling to go around that I don't think they're in desperate need to upgrade the the uh, the point guard position and they'll be just okay. There did Kevin Durant include the Pels as a preferred destination? No, I don't think so. But I, you know, I don't think he would hate it if he was here. But I don't think he really wants to be here. But I don't think they're really going to kind of get in there at all. Um, James Smith says, "Would you rather completely new home and away jerseys or great non Mardi Gras themed alternate uniforms?" So you're not talking about the third jersey, like the red that they've had, which I think has been pretty good the past couple of years. Um, so. I would probably completely rather new home and away jerseys and like a stupid generic Mardi Gras jersey that we don't love. I think I feel pretty good in that one. You don't wear that Mardi Gras one as much, so you don't need to worry about it as much. Show says, would you rather take a layup for 20K or a free throw for 50K? Give me the free throw. I'm not a great basketball player. I'd have a better chance of making the free throw. If you're putting more money in there, I would take that every single time. Uh, Flight Mazark says, uh, Dyson is a point guard, guys. Yeah, but he's not going to get minutes right away. He's not going to be playing right away. So while they have someone there who can do some of that, certainly, I don't know if he's going to be playing a ton of minutes to start the year. So that could be a problem there, too. So I don't know if they, you know, yeah, it's an upgrade in a sense, but not one that's going to matter right away. So I think that's kind of where people are thinking here. Garrett Abear says, start bench cut Tyreek Evans. Eric Gordon, Lonzo Ball, all the Pelicans versions of them. It's kind of tough, man. It's probably start Lonzo Ball, unfortunately. Bench Eric Gordon, cut Tyreek Evans, just kind of based off of everything. Like, actually, Gordon was... uh, No, I'd probably bench Tyreek Evans, cut Eric Gordon. That would be the order. The injuries to Eric Gordon were pretty bad, though Tyreek Evans had a lot of those too. And unfortunately, we never really got to see... What it was, what it truly was. Lionel Simmons says, Would you rather LaMelo ball on the Pelicans or Trey Young? That's a good one. Man, Trey Young in the guard position on this, a scoring guard like that could be amazing. I think LaMelo ball maybe has a higher ceiling than him, especially both ways. That's a tough one, too. All right, we'll get into more of these. We'll get into more of these and your actual. Questions, if you have them, coming up here next in today's live episode. Like I said, we're just going to have some fun in today's show and kind of hang out. Um, Let me ask you a would you rather, though, as we go into the break here. Oh, this one's interesting. Would you rather be the smartest person in the world or the dumbest? Whichever one you pick, your intelligence doesn't change. Everyone else changes. So whatever level of intelligence you are right now, you're the dumbest person in the world or you're the smartest That's kind of an interesting one here. Um, I'll give you my answer coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans and thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day we are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube where we're doing the live show and we've been doing the live shows every Thursday at 6pm central these are a lot of fun I love doing these with y'all so I'm looking forward to keeping this going in the off season of course subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast tell a friend about the show subscribe on YouTube as well and comment 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 down below on YouTube it's the number one thing you can do to support The show, help keep it free in five days a week. All right, would you be the dumbest or smartest person in the world? Um, Ray, so why would you want to be the dumbest? Because if I were the smartest person in the world at my level of intelligence, I can't fix a lot of things. I'm not gonna fix global warming or cure cancer myself. Like you want people smarter than you to be able to do that. So I'd actually pick to be the dumbest person in the world because otherwise, man. The the world's doomed if I am the smartest person here. And I don't think I'm particularly dumb, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, Bad Juju says, if I'm the smartest, the world is doomed. I think that's why, right? Like being the dumbest person would suck. You've got, but you're you're doing the world a favor, right? Like you've got to kind of think bigger than y'all. Yeah, Mason Edwards says, if y'all seen idiocracy. Um, So I would definitely pick dumbest, but. You know, it'd be cool to be the most, the smartest person in the world, but yeah, the the world's nothing's great there. All right, would you rather always be ten minutes late or always be twenty minutes early? I'd probably pick early just because I hate being late. But twenty minutes early is super early to a lot of things and really awful. And imagine how much of your day that like eats up if you have like a busy day with with all of that here. Jerry Westbrook says, Oh, wait, I misunderstood the scene. Yeah, right. You got to keep, you got to kind of uh, think all of that, right? Uh, Rodney Blue, I like that. That's a glass half full answer here. Being the dumbest person means there's always room to learn. I love that. That's a great way to kind of look at that. Lionel Simmons says, Early. Carter says, Early. I always say, "Like Early, I think, has to be the winner there. But man, that eats up so. Imagine if you had like six things you had to do or like six appointments or something, man. That's, that's two extra hours of your of your day that's just gone. That's kind of like brutal. If you have to go to like bed before a early morning flight, you're gonna go to bed 20 minutes early. I don't know. That can be that can be a lot here. But yeah, I think you have to pick early. Let me ask you a basketball-related one, then I'll get to some of the other actual Pelicans questions here and not just put hypothetical would you rathers here. This would be for the 2024 draft where Bronny James, LeBron James's son is expected to be in it, right? And we've heard that he wants to play with Bronny James. There was a dumb article the other day about some of this stuff. That basically said like, you know, maybe you need to draft him earlier than he should be, but you also get LeBron James with him, right? So say the Pelicans have the Lakers pick or their own pick, and the pick is 15 in the draft and LeBron and Bronny James is expected maybe to go in the second round. Would you rather draft the best player available at 15 or take Bronny James 30 picks too early, let's call it, but then you get to sign LeBron James for the the non-taxpayer mid-level exception, so around $10 million, say, for two years? So $20 million total over two years to LeBron James, but you're drafting Bronny James 30 picks too high. Would you rather take the best player available at 15 or draft Brawny way too early and get LeBron James for cheap, and that would at that point be thirty. How old is he? I can look this up. We can look up how old LeBron James would be in this hypothetical situation here. It would be the thirty, basically the thirty-nine-year-old season of LeBron James. Two years, twenty million dollars, and you have to draft Brawny. I think it's like if if LeBron James is guaranteed to come, right? You have to go for that. LeBron at 40, right? Let's say, let's round up, but at 10 million a year, how bad is he going to be, right? Even at 40, right? Even if he's 60% of what he's been, that's miles better than tons of other players, right? Carter says, uh, 15 usually isn't an amazing pick anyway. If it was top 10, probably not, right? Like that's, it's an interesting one. I think it's a no brainer to me to draft Bronny James knowing you get LeBron for cheap, yeah, if it was like a top five pick, I might think differently about that. Top 10, I'd probably at least need to think about it more. And it depends on some of the stuff in the draft, right? Obviously, but, you know, if that's the case, um, N- Noel G says, Tom Brady, 45, you know, sometimes, right? As much as I wouldn't want, I guess at 10 million a year, but he's it, he said he's going to try and play for a team and it probably won't be money then, so you can only sign him through the exception, so... In theory, it'd be like a taxpayer mid-level exception or a non-tax mid-level exception. Um, yeah, that does, <laughs> that uh, music says that also sucks for Bronny because everyone knows he didn't get drafted on talent alone, but because they want his dad. Yeah. And Bronny very well might be a bust, but basically you're using a, you're, you're, you're saying the 15th pick is worth the price to pay the, the ability. It's like a personal seat license to sign LeBron James for $10 million, right? Like Uh yeah sure when LeBron leaves James Smith Jr says when LeBron leaves you uh you you're stuck with Bronny who might be trash yeah but that two years of LeBron is probably going to be pretty good still right so I think that could be um a fun one um Jacob uh, Fang here says I hope I pronounced that right and I probably didn't says the NBA slam dunk contest has been boring since Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon set the bar do you think we could see Zion show up that would blow the ratings to the roof it would but he, I, I doubt he would do it. There's just not enough incentive for him to do that, right? Like if it's poor, it looks bad on you and everyone expects you to kind of blow the roof off the place, right? So you you really only have room to go down rather than up. And so I don't think he would end up doing it. I think that's why you see a lot of big name players realize like, eh, this isn't worth it for me just because it could only be like worse for you. Uh, Fourth Avenue Entertainment with a good one here. And, and Pelicans related, right? So, okay. Would you rather Zion be 6'10", or Brandon Ingram have prime Kawhi-level defense? This one's actually easy for me. I'd I'd take Brandon Ingram with Kawhi-level defense, I think almost every single time. Every time. Look at what Zion's doing at his height. I'm not worried about that, right? Like, I'm not worried about that whatsoever. He doesn't need to be taller to get better. It's a guy who averaged 27 points per game and 71% shooting at the rim. We're good there, whatever height he's listed at. But you're going to tell me you'll have Brandon Ingram be one of the best, if not the best, two-way players? Well, then give me give me Brandon Ingram as a two-way guy right there. I think that's definitely what I would end up going with. Good question though. I like that one. Um Spice up the all-star weekend. Would you like to see a three versus three streetball competition? Do the players make their own teams? Maybe replace the dunk contest? No, like, I think it's fine as it is. I don't need to see three on three. We see them you know, on, on teams playing five on five. Like It could be fun, but I don't think you really need to see that. I just kind of keep things as is. I don't need to worry about it overall too much. I wouldn't change much about all-star weekend. Like. Pick and choose what you want to watch. It's kind of fun at times. At times, some of the stuff's boring. I like the Elam ending in the All-Star game and kind of how they've broken it up. Um, So I wouldn't change too much. State of the Pelican says, what up, Jake? What up to you? Everyone's agreeing here. Lockdown. (laughs) Ray says, yeah, lockdown BI would be sick. Yes, I would absolutely love that. Mason Edwards says, I'm curious what you all think here too. Would you rather see Trey Murphy win most improved player? Or Dyson Daniels win rookie of the year? G- give me Trey at most improved player because that could be a disgustingly... I- I've said he, he's really important to the team next season. You know, if they have a small ball death lineup... And that question came from the show, by the way. One of the live shows we did, and I did a whole episode about it. It was that good of a question. That it's with him playing center... So if he's having that kind of impact to the point that he's going to win most improved player, this team is good. And he unlocks a lot of different lineups for the Pelicans that really open things up. And so I think I would love that, that if you could give me a most improved player of the year award for Trey Murphy. Dyson Daniels rookie of the year would be good too, because there's some guys that are going to have very key roles, right? Like Paolo Banquero is going to start and play a ton of minutes for the Orlando Magic and is likely going to run away with defensive player of the year he's healthy and Dyson Daniels somehow wins it over him how well did Dyson Daniels play this coming season right so when you kind of factor it in like that um could be really 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 good they're all hypotheticals I see y'all trying to say like how this could work don't worry about it too much they're they're just dumb kind of fun not dumb let's not call them that uh would you rather hypotheticals here For all y'all here in New Orleans, would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or give up the internet for the rest of your life? It's very clearly air conditioning and heating, right? Like that shouldn't even really... That's a bad one. Would you rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup? Like you got to swim in it? Like swimming in maple syrup would be easier, right? I'm more of a Nutella fan than maple syrup fan, but... Can you really even swim in a pool of Nutella? I'm not really sure. Probably give me the maple syrup if I'm having to like swim, right? Another one I have here. Would you rather talk like Yoda or breathe like Darth Vader for the rest of your life here too? Let me know in the questions below. Someone says Nutella, someone says syrup. Um, yeah, I just don't know if you can swim in in Nutella here. Let me go back and look at some of the questions so we can actually, my locked on bosses won't get mad at me for not doing a show on the Pelicans here too. So I guess we got to also look at some of these things here. Um, Jacob asks, is Zion's $40 million contract bonus contingent on this season's performance. Yes, it is. This season, he has got to win MVP, win defensive player of the year, or make one of the three all NBA teams. Those are the three things and he gets that Rose Rule escalator in his contract. It's this year for the rest of his deal. Now, if he hits it after the fact, nope, if it doesn't get him that money on this deal. It's this Coming season, that he's got to hit that. So, um, he's got, he's going to be really motivated. I've been calling him Zion Williamson 2.0, right? Uh, the brown hornet says, uh, what, what are these questions, right? Hey, we're doing would you rather, and I've got a bunch of weird would you rather's here. We've had some Pelicans ones too. Um, these are kind of fun and super weird. Vince says Vader, of course. Mason Edwards says Vader, of course. How do these questions, <laughs> Carter's? How do these questions affect LeBron's legacy? Right? Um, you probably bounce off Nutella. Yeah, I think so. I don't think you could swim in that. Um, music says Pelicans related question here. Do you think Valanciunas is the best fit for this team right now, or would you rather another center in the league? I mean, look, you'd rather. A center that shoots threes and can score, right, and play defense, certainly. So, like, yeah, I'd pick other centers than Valanciunas in a vacuum. But that's not what we're—that's not totally fair to Valanciunas, right? Because I think he's a good fit. I think he's underrated for this team, too. So, yeah, sure. You know, if you could put Rudy Gobert on this team, I'd be fine with that over Valanciunas. to be perfectly honest. This team would be really good with that. But what would you have to give up to get Rudy Gobert? And when you factor in all of that other stuff, I don't love it as much. So having this dude on the team at a price that is fair at $15 million per season for what he gives you, I love everything Valentinus brings to the team. So yeah, there's other players I would pick, but not when you have to factor in the, uh, the other variables and things like that um, for it all. James Beard asked, Would you would you think about trading Valchunus now because you don't want to pay him going forward? So he's under contract, what, two more seasons? I think it was a thirty million extension. Um So, it's this year and the next year. Like, you don't have to make that determination right now. You can make that determination next year, right? So, I don't think you need to to worry about that again right now. You know, starting center here at 15 million per year. I'm pulling up the numbers here 14.7 this season, 15.435 next year. Those numbers are fine for what he gives you, man. And he's, I think, slightly underrated defensively. This is a guy who, per game last year, Averaged 17.8 points per game and 11.4 rebounds. Those are really good numbers, and almost a block per. He was a really good center for the team last season. He took two three-point attempts per game and made one of them, shooting 36%. You don't need to move on from him right now, right? Like Aiton would be uh, would make sense. I see someone saying, but like all of that, like it's he's fine. I think we make too big of a deal about that when it comes to him, right? Oh yeah. Someone says Embiid or or Jokic. Like, yeah, put Jokic on this team and it's crazy. Of course I'd ship out. You know, if you could just swap them, I would pick Jokic. I forgot about centers in the league, right? I I'd pick Jokic over Valanciunas, but I do think Valanciunas is very underrated for him. You get more for him now, maybe, you know, again, I don't think centers other than the weird Gobert trade command a ton, a ton of stuff. So I don't, you know, you get more from, but I don't know if you're going to get a first round pick for him necessarily. So I don't know if you need to really, really worry about that. All right. Two more would you rather's here, and then we'll take your questions, um, and start to wrap up the show here. Would you rather have chopsticks for hands or office chair wheels for feet? You're, you're, if you're not good with chopsticks, let's pretend you're very good at using them now. Um, I would pick chair wheels for feet. West Bank Rick just says, I'm late, but I'm here now. And he probably just walked in on that question. Is like, what is going on on this episode here? Um, but give me chair wheels for feet or chop instead of chopsticks for hands. Cause I don't even really know how you would like operate with that. And basically then with chair wheels for feet, you're just like roller skating everywhere essentially. Right? Like that's not too bad. And then the last one I'll ask you here, that's not Pelicans related feet. The Brown Hornet says wheel feet. Um, so here's this, this one's a little, this one's longer. All songs exist, but they are all performed by Pitbull. So every song that has ever been sung, performed, basically the only musical artist that exists is Pitbull and he has done every song or only one song, only one Pitbull song exists, but it's performed by every artist with their own cover interpretation. So there's just one song in the world. It's a Pitbull song and everyone can cover it however they want. So, like, the only song in the world is Fireball. I think I would pick, like, the, the one where it's, there's only one song and every musical artist could, could do it. Because otherwise that might just be, like, too much Pitbull, who I think is, like, coming to New Orleans soon, something like that. Yeah, everyone agrees. It's office chair wheels for feet. It would make things easier. Chopsticks for hands will just, like, complicate things, right? So, uh, um, Terry though, says after an injury, he'll go with the chopsticks for hands. Would you rather Kevin Durant or... B.I., Trey, Herb, and draft picks. Look, I don't want Kevin Durant, basically, if it's going to be with some of the players on this team. I don't want to trade Brandon Ingram. I don't want to trade Zion Williamson. I wouldn't do that. Um, So, no, I wouldn't. Would you rather have 100K or be the first person to step on Mars? Uh, Give me the cash. Give me the cash. I can be the second person to step on Mars and still have 100K. I'm cool with that one. Um, Pell's question from Carter DiMaggio here. Would you, would you compare Dyson Daniels more to Josh Giddy or Lonzo Ball or someone else? He is, I, I would say he's probably closer to Lonzo Ball than Josh Giddy is, to be perfectly honest, when you factor in the defense. And that right now, Dyson Daniels is more of a connector than a creator, as kind of like a true point guard. Um, but I think he can end up being more like Giddy. And if he does that, that's a really big thing for this team, because I'd rather have him be more like Giddy than Lonzo Ball. But he's probably somewhere in between those two guys would you rather have lonzo ball or herb on your team this really question here everyone's gonna say everyone's gonna say herb jones come on now that's what everyone's gonna say here Um, Young Prospect17, what do you think is the perfect role for Jackson Hayes? Because I see a lot of people don't think he is as valuable to the team as as I do, as he does. Um, I'm not sure, right? Like, I've talked about this one a lot. I probably just need to do a whole episode on this. What's his role next season, right? Like, I don't know if he really has one. He's not your starting power forward anymore. That's Zion. Larry Nance Jr. is going to be playing a lot as a small ball five and at the backup four spot, right? Where does... Jackson Hayes, get minutes from I'm not sure. That can be a big problem here. Imagine shaking a stranger's hand and you whip out your chopstick hands, right? Like that's just weird. Like how do I, how do I type, right? Unless you're like hunting and pecking all of those things. Um, no, right? Like, you can't have chopsticks hand, chopstick hands here, right? Uh, inked up animal. Why doesn't Hernan Gomez get any respect? The man is a walking double-double. He doesn't play defense and, like, you see him struggle offensively at times and, you know, look, there's a lot of centers that can get you 10 and 10, right? And that's what he's doing. He's not getting you closer to 20 like Valanciunas is doing. He doesn't have the court gravity of other guys. So, getting five shots, scoring 10 points for center, you know, it's not the easiest thing, but it's not Necessarily hard either, right? And he averaged, if he was a walking double double, he averaged nine points per game and seven rebounds per. That's not like amazing numbers. His per 36 minutes would have been, those are better, 19.4 and 14 and a half, which probably means that those numbers aren't truly sustainable to a certain degree either. So that can also be a bit of a problem here. Um, all right, so we're going to start to wrap up here. James Beard, can the Pelicans be top four in the West? potentially potentially I see another question about the uniforms I've talked about those enough um good question do you like the throwback trend that's happening around the league I like the Pistons ones I like the Bucks ones that I saw today I do not like the Wizards ones I don't hate the mid-90s early 2000s stuff um so overall I kind of like them I don't want to keep them for for that long though where is Zion's motivation if he's snubbed from an all-NBA team and misses that bonus I don't know that he's still getting paid That he wants a future contract after the one that he just signed too, right? So like those type of things, you know, are are still going to motivate him with all of that. Also, and I will put this, hold on, let me get the link and I will put it in the chat while I've got you here before we wrap up. You want to come on, you want to come on the show? Because we're going to do one, a couple episodes where people come on and answer questions it's going to be you and me here. So if you want to come on, you got to fill out a quick little form I have made. Let me post it here. It's in the chat. Fill that out. There's a Google Doc link. Um and I'll reach out to you if you're chosen. We're going to do some episodes with people on the show. It should be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it all. Okay. And with that, let's just end up right here. We've gone about 45 minutes or so. So thank you everyone for joining the live episode of Lockdown Pelicans. We do these Thursday, 6 p.m. Central. We will continue to do these, the off season. Hopefully the video has been okay in this and it's not dropping out all the time, but as long as the sound is good, that's what matters. And I'll keep working on figuring out how to get this going, man. Internet, New Orleans, right? You may as well be living without it. That was one of the questions. So as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with y'all on Monday, and we got another live show coming next week. Thanks for joining me here, and I'll see y'all next time.